0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3524 Friday, the 28th of January 2022. Today's show is entitled Inversion Layer Modes and is part of the series GIMP. It is hosted by Auka and is about 18 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is more on layer modes in GIMP with the inversion modes. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org.
1: This is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our GIMP series, continuing our march through all of the layer modes. And uh, we're going to look at the inversion layer modes today. Um, And as the name kind of implies, you know, inversion is about inverting, okay? And in digital color, what that means is that Dark things tend to get brighter, bright things tend to get darker. Uh, So remember, in contrast, the bright things got brighter, the dark things got darker. Now we're going the other way. Dark things get lighter, light things get darker. But also there can be color inversions that come out of this as well. And again, um, I want to emphasize that all of these calculations that go on, go on channel by channel. Um, and, you know, that makes a difference. So, first one I'm going to look at is called Difference Mode. Uh, this one's pretty simple. In this mode, the value of the top layer is subtracted from the value of the bottom layer. And then the absolute value of this difference is used. So, absolute value means it is literally just the difference between the values, and thus it is commutative um in other words the order of the layers does not matter now as an example i put the red layer on top and the blue layer on the bottom and got the magenta result when i combine them using difference and if that sounds familiar to you we got that result previously adding things together So why does doing the difference? Well, the math makes it clear. For the red channel, you subtract ff from 0, 0, and get minus ff. But then you take the absolute value, and it's back to ff. For the green channel, it's 0, 0 minus 0, 0 equals 0, 0. And for the uh, blue channel, it is ff minus 0, 0 equals ff. So put it all together, and you have ff, 0, 0 f, f and as we have seen, that is magenta. Now, if we combined black and white, uh, the result would end up being pure white for a similar reason. Uh, the the difference between them is always going to be FF FF FF. F. Um, so, in general, the effect tends to be an inversion of the colors. So, I did one. Uh, taking our dog image and um, doing the difference with a white layer, Um, and the darkest part of the dog image becomes much brighter, the brightest part of the dog image becomes much darker, Uh, the color tends to migrate a little bit as well. So what were predominantly brown tones in the original image are now predominantly blue tones. And overall, it, it's kind of like a funny sort of a negative. Um, so, uh, you know, how does this work? Well, let's say we have a pixel with a value of 578098. 578098. Um, well, that's kind of a dark bluish gray. But you combine that with the white... FFFFFF, and the inversion gives us C6AF9D, and that's a tan color. Well, you know, the dog had a lot of tan and brown tones in it, so inverting, we're getting a lot of blue stuff in it. So you start to see how this works. Now, if we had used a pure black layer instead of pure white, the dog image would be unchanged. Now, what happens if we combine that with the toy image? Uh, you know, a little bit of both. The toy image had a lot of white in it. So, uh, those places where it was white, um, the dog image showing through is similar to when we just did it with the pure white layer. Uh, where the uh, toy image has a dark background, it's a little bit different. Um, so, you know, there was a a point in the... Uh, both the dog image and the toy image. There was a place on the right that was white in both images. Now it's, it's black. Now the next n- node I want to work at uh, look at is called exclusion. Um, now this layer mode is similar to difference. It's just a little milder. So I did an example um, and in my example I combined again the dog and the toy images. Um, They're similar, but the exclusion mode is a little less intense. Um, You know, I can see, for instance, that that the toy is... uh, the toy parts of the image are kind of washed out uh, a little more than they are with the difference. And that's where it's most noticeable. Um, Well, you know... There were some dark contrasts and things there that probably added to that. Now, this seems like a good time to bring up something that um, you always want to keep in mind. um, And that is that we're looking at these layer modes kind of in isolation so that we get a sense of what the effects are. But in practice you would be combining different settings to get the effect you want. So I did an example where I, I used the uh, exclusion layer mode uh, with the toy image on top, but then I reduced the opacity of the top image to 50%. Um, and you know that's a different kind of an image. Um, so I, I bring this up because um, what you're gonna find, proficient users of GIMP um, are always going to be combining a bunch of tools and settings in order to get the desired effect. Um, And so you just want to keep that in mind, I think, as we go through this. I'll occasionally think to remind you of it. Now, the, uh, the next inversion mode is called subtract. Now, this is kind of the opposite of the addition mode that we saw when we looked at the various lightened modes. You subtract the values of the top layer from the bottom layer. But any negative numbers that result are set to zero, since that's as low as color values can go. The result will be a darker picture, of course, with a lot of black. And the order of the layers does matter here. So, which one is on top makes for a difference. Um, So, I first did one with the dog image on top. um, And, you know, what I got was basically a very faint image of the dog and a very dark image of the toy. Um, So, (coughs) The dog image on top that's the darker image which means lower numbers we're so we're subtracting lower numbers um, and you know you got to keep that in mind uh, what if we turn it around we put the toy image on top well the toy image is lighter so we're subtracting larger numbers and you know a lot of that toy image is white and so the areas where it was white or very bright are, are black or near black now when we combine them. Um, so that's how that one works. Uh, the next one in the inversion is grain extract. Now, similar, kind of related to subtract, um, you, you start by subtracting the top from the bottom. But then you add 128 to the values. Um, now, that they put that formula in the GIMP documentation, but it's obvious they left something out. Um, you could still have negative numbers. You know, a simple example will show how that can happen if the... Um, if the bottom layer had a value of, say, um, 5, a very, very dark pixel, the top had a 250, be a very, very light pixel. Well, 5 minus 250 is negative 245. Add 128. You're still going to get a negative number. Mm-hmm. Negative 122, I think. Um, so you've got to um, also put in a proviso that says, in the event there's a negative number, it gets just changed to zero. Now,, what's well, it called grain? I look you know if you look at the GIMP documentation, it says grain extract mode is supposed to extract the film grain from a layer to produce a new layer that is pure grain, but it can also be useful for giving images an embossed appearance. Well, I'm not sure that explanation is terribly helpful, but you know, the, the best way to see what's going on is to do some test images. and That's, of course, what I've been doing as I go along with this. Um, so I did a take first using the dog on the top image and the toy on the bottom. Um, you don't see a lot of the dog but what you do see it tends to be bluish Um, there's still a large area where the dog was dark that is white in this image and then an area where on the right that was white in both of the images is now kind of a dark gray i would say Um, now let's flip it let's put the toy image on top now we get something that's really dark Um, but you get some interesting changes so you know the wizard's staff um, which was kind of a darkish brown is now a light blue Um, the wizard's gloves that were yellow are now blue Um, and so on so you know an interesting effect Um, Then, the next mode we can look at is something called Grain Merge. Uh, In some sense, the opposite to Grain Extract. So in this case, you add the top and bottom layers, and then subtract 128 to get the final result. Now, as with the Grain Extract, the documentation leaves out something. This formula is not complete because the most you can have, in the result is 255. So, two very light pixels added together may end up being pure white. Um, since this particular one begins with addition, this is commutative, meaning the order of the layers does not matter. Either picture could be the top layer, and the result would be the same. So, I did a grain merge, and uh, again, with our, our two, the to- dog and the toy, um and you basically you're seeing a little of each in the image um i think the the dog comes through as a little lighter and the toy comes through as a, a tad darker than in the original images um, that's just the way these things happen to combine now the next mode is called the divide mode and this takes the values from the bottom layer multiplies them by 256 then divides by the values from the bottom layer but you add 1. And the reason you do that, what if you had a value from the bottom layer that was 0? You know, pure pure lack of color in that channel. Well, you cannot divide by 0. Right? That is a In mathematics, that's considered a forbidden operation, undefined. Um, So to avoid that, you add 1 to whatever the value is in the uh, top layer. So bottom layer times 256, and then divide that by top layer plus 1, and that gives you your result. Um, Now, we did it with the dog image on top, and basically, got something that was very, very light. Um, you know, the the dog image basically disappeared entirely from the combination. Um, the dark parts, particularly the parts that were similar um, in color to the dog, um, have just changed color entirely. You know, you can kind of make out a little. bit, bit of the dog in like the body of the wizard and stuff like that. Well, uh, this is exactly the case that we talked about when we put boundary conditions on this. The toy image on the bottom is very light. The dog image on the top is fairly dark. Uh, So the result of combining them with divide therefore produces a very washed out image. Now, reversing the layers and putting the toy on top is very different. Uh, now, the places where the dog, um, is up against the white background of the toy image, well, the dog just comes through virtually unchanged. Um, for the toy, the areas that were dark when the dog was on top are now lighter. Um, in fact, pretty much everything is a little bit lighter except the the base of the, the crystal ball kind of thing. Um... Now, one interesting use of this mode is to remove particular tones from an image. As an example, um, I took a, a color that is in the dog image. It, uh, it's kind of a mid-tone brown. Now, how do you take a color from an image? Um, well, there's something called the color picker. It's the icon looks like a um, an eyedropper or something like that and you click on a pixel in the image and it will pick up whatever that color is and you take a look in the color picker uh, for the um, background and foreground um, and it will give you the um, the numbers so this particular one was 857369 right, so a little more red than blue but you know, it's a it's a mid-tone brown, so you can plug that in and see what that looks like. I created a layer with that color. I put that layer on top and the dog layer on the bottom, and then use divide mode. Um, and what happens is there are pixels that have color in the original image that have basically just gone white. Um, so, You know, it's an interesting effect. It removes that particular color out of the image. Um, So any pixel that had that color gone now. Um, So those are the inversion modes. We're getting near the end. There's only two more groups to go. So we'll pick that up next time. And for now, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio signing off and, as always, encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday.